It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and today we are here to talk about the latest episode of Big Brother Canada 7. We got uh, the awards, we got uh, the HOH, the final four HOH, and the nominations. Plenty to talk about tonight on uh, on a great, great recap podcast because we have a great guest with us. We have Karen from Big Brother Canada 5. How you doing, Karen? Hey guys, I paid him to say that, you guys. You know he she hates did. me. <laughs> she said she'd take me out to Wendy's. Yeah, no. I'll bet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bruce is in the car though, Taryn, so I gotta go. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you heard him also with us here tonight is Brent. How you doing, Brent? I'm doing great. Karen, I wanna know, how the fuck are you? Hey, I'm doing good, my queen. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great yeah, to be thanks. with you. I've been watching you all season long on Twitter, oh, talking about nice. Big Brother Canada and the Pretty Boys. So I can't wait I'm, to hear what you got to say I'm about. So uh, sorry. I know, I know, but uh, well, look, you know, a, a season like this—that's a complete shitter, at least for the first two thirds. It makes your season like we were all like, "Oh my god, the days of Big Brother Canada Five!" Like that was <laughs> never a boring moment in Big Brother Canada Five. So it's, no, it's, I didn't find it boring either okay all right yes uh karen also she helped me uh discover something that i've been curious about for a while uh you know everyone knows that uh a lot of the house guests the former house guests that are really big fans of brent they usually for some reason they don't like me very much uh it's because brent throws me under the bus to them all the time (laughs) in private conversations i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) tells them i hate them Oh yes. yeah! Oh, I'm sure I say I that. Tell, I tell. Come on, you. <laughs> everybody knows that he hates me. You guys are watching to know that uh, the robot hates me. <laughs> Taryn, it wouldn't matter what I said. I mean, like for the record, I said he loves you. Like you're like he didn't he love you on you as a person. I said he didn't love you on the in the game, but he loves you on the show, like with us. You got you, you're just not buying it. So you know, whatever. I'm it's the cool. same person. I'm actually one of the same people. Well, yeah, but you don't have to like, you know, you don't have to make strategic decisions in real life. I mean, you do, but not like in the game, you know. You don't? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, we are here to talk about Big Brother Canada 7, so let's get into that. Um, we saw here that uh, we had the, the Big, Brother, Big Brother Canada Awards, where they uh, they dressed up in, uh, what was this, 70s, 80s yeah. gear? Um, 70s, 70s. most, Taryn. It was not look, 80s gear. Look, oh, my God. What do, you, what do you want from me? Bless you. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be 70s. <laughs> yes, and uh, they all laid in a bed together. Yeah. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right. Well, can I say something about that, though? That yeah. happens, like, if you guys remember, that happens in the morning. So they got them drinking, which they did the same thing to us. And then you have to wait all night to, like, midnight to go play the POV. Yeah. Mm. That really sucks. Like now watching that thinking, oh, my God, they're having martinis and Coors and thinking this is cool. And I'm thinking, wait, you're going to be tipsy and then you're going to have to go lay around and do that comp. Yeah. And I think the comp, the uh, veto competition, which we're not going to talk about yet because it hasn't aired on the episode, but it started at like 1230 at midnight. Like after late. midnight, it was really it, late. Like I, I know, know I was at work when it started. It's really late, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yes, and it went very late as well. Pete's came yes. back like the next morning. Yes, like, but like whether 6 a.m. It's an individual, right? It's yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I want to I want to hear from from you guys uh, how you thought uh, the outfits were. Uh, <laughs> really, is that what you want to know? They were Karen? a choice. They you were don't a give choice. a shit about the outfits. Like, oh, they, come on, they, Karen, they, Karen, take it away. I honestly think that it's just BB, like how they're thinking that they're the pretty boys, so they put him in the most ostentatious, wildest looking, goofy Scooby Doo outfits, like. Uh, that's what I thought. I thought it's just BB shade all the way, putting him in those outfits. I thought it was okay. I thought Anthony looked amazing. I thought everybody else looked eh. But, uh, you know, that's just kind of, I feel, I feel like he's the only one in the house who could rock a pink yeah. pant like that. Uh, he looked so good. Like, and this is the way he carries himself. Like I'm so into Anthony. Like it's not even it's not even a thing. Yeah. It felt it felt a little bit like production wanted to punish them for the season. I felt uh, possibly. I'm with Taryn. I gotta yeah. agree with them. I yeah. think it was Shady BB saying, You guys look like such goofs with your lesbian what is their signal? <laughs> Pretty boys. The lesbian signal. It's like we're gonna put you in these outfits, you lesbian people. <laughs> <laughs> and shove them all in a bed together, which was super totally, awkward. And totally awkward. They're trying to talk to each other, and they're having to like lean back to like. It's so weird. And to yes. me, that is Trevor Boris shady, and it's like the orgy fest of like color. And I thought it was hilarious. I yes. thought, oh, I thought it was that. hilarious. When Sarah Hanlon got into the bed, that's when I thought it was really hilarious. And then her getting up was even more hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought she was going to fall over because she seemed a little tipsy. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought yeah. there was a chance. Because those drinks they make, they ain't playing in that house. Those are straight <laughs> vodka or gin. It's BBA plan. They want you loaded. They, I mean, they need it. Uh, they're showing them these yeah. clips. Uh, any any standouts of these clips? Uh, my, I mean, my favorite is still Eddie talking to Corey, um, yeah. being twenty nine. Um, yeah. that, that was my best favorite in the house, and 
on this episode. But you guys, did you notice how much they were all like giddy and laughing and everything? And I was thinking, well, I'm glad somebody's having such a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not us. I will say that my favorite moment, first of all, the Eddie moment, which some people were not even aware of. Anthony's like, Eddie, what are you doing? Like, why would you say that to her? Which again, I'm with I'm with Anthony on this one. Eddie, what were you doing? Why would you say that to her? Uh, I mean, even if you're thinking it, why would you say that to her? Anyway, uh, I the moment that I was living for, and I'm sure all of Twitter was living for, was when Damien's rap from the first week yeah. beat the iconic mm-hmm. oh my god oh my god and they were sure it was going to be oh my god and then it was like no bitch we're telling y'all we like Damien yeah. that is the moment when they all get out and they all think that like we're having parades and all this stuff and they realize <laughs> that Damien is who we love the most they're going to be like what what like, how did that happen yeah that happened <laughs> Karen, yes. where, when was your parade, Karen? Exactly. I'm still <laughs> the floats. The floats out in the driveway, but we can't find a driver or people to attend. We also saw uh, Dane, uh, Dane kissing uh, Esty oh. right after we get the segment where he's talking about the love of his life. Coco, Karen loves this. <laughs> Very weird. I know Trevor, and I know how flippant petty they are, and it's like he—they're like, "Oh, really, bitch? Okay, the love of my life," and then his big balloon pop, and it's like, "Here, you're making out with Esty." Mm. Oh God, that was great. Let's be clear. They had a lot of uh, categories to choose from. They only aired like three or four of them. I think there were yeah. 10 total. So they, right. they definitely chose to include this one right after the previous segment. Yes. Completely. Completely. That was 100% intentional. Also intentional, yeah. I thought, was the inclusion of Kira saying, uh, oh, this makes me not want to watch the season. And I'm like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> you don't want to watch the season, Kira. This is just, no. this is just a taste. A this taste. is taste. A morsel, Taryn. And, uh, speaking to that, I think that a lot of them are going to have that feeling once they get out. Like Mark, Anthony, Kira. They're going to be like, what? That's not what happened. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what happened. And that's what the fans think. So. Welcome to Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if it was actually like better for the Big Brother Canada Six people because their edit was so not representative of what actually happened in the house that they were able to probably like take it in stride a little more. Whereas I think people are going to come out of this season thinking it's going to be a great season, and then uh, you know seeing the reaction, at least in the more hardcore uh, community, being uh, much more tepid than they expect. Yeah, uh, I'm curious about that. Like Karen, you're you were a fan before you went in and then played the game so when you get out of the house like i mean of course people say to you right away oh it's an amazing season we love you but then you get home and you start reading like what people on twitter have to say of course your season everybody loved your season but do you think these people are going to go home and realize that we didn't really like their season very much at least not until the very end like i mean the last week of feeds was great but up until then i've been pretty bored you know, like you honestly don't know, like I, I and Ika both thought that like everybody was going to hate us when we come out of the house. So when you found out, like, no, they didn't hate you and they liked you. And it's like, oh, my God, you're kidding. Like you're 
oh, you're relieved in a sense because you don't know. But I think that it's going to play on both sides. What we've seen with pre-jury with this is like when you get out of the house, you know, how are they going to be? It's like this. You go in and it's like a lot of people we don't like in the house and they come out of the house and then we end up liking them because they're cool online. Mm -hmm. But then a lot of people that we liked in the house that come out, then we don't like them when they act like they do online. So this, I don't think this season will be any different. We'll be like, oh my God. And then when they start fighting with fans or then they start telling people like, no, this is what happened. It's like, no, we watched it. It's kind of the thing where it, you know, because I've walked the walk, I don't care what people say. Even Taryn the robot who has me on a show who hates me. I don't care. I think it's Get funny. Jade. Get him. <laughs> I think it's funny. Like, I, I don't take it personally, but a lot of people, because they're not as old as I am, you know, if you're as old as dust, you don't really care. But these people, I think if you're younger, you might care a lot more. And I think this is going to be the worst season ever. Yeah, I'm not sure about I I would agree with you that this is probably going to be pretty bad. Uh, I was very taken with what you said about you and Ike. I think that just shows that women are more grounded and have less of an ego because the women come out of the house and they're like, you know, I'm worried they're going to hate me. And then we're like, oh, no, we love you. And you're like, oh, it's a relief. Whereas with these freaking guys who have such egos, they're like, oh, this is the best season ever. They're going to love us. We're going to be legends. And yeah, not so much. The only one I think that has is Adam. He he really is like a fan and he wants it to be a good season, but I don't find his ego is as over the top as the rest of the three I, other pretty boys. I agree with you. I think that his ego for himself is not over the top. I think his ego for his baby, the pretty boys, is a little bit over the top, which I have always said may ultimately be his undoing. So I'm not sure if I'm not sure which side of him is going to show most coming out of the house. I I have a feeling it's probably going to be the side where you talked about where it's like himself individually is not as big of an ego. I've seen a lot of love for Adam on Twitter lately, you know, just even last week when Kira put him up on the block made him look even more sympathetic than I think he already did after losing Sam. So we'll see. Well, I don't think he's going to be that caught up in it. I think he's just going to get on with his marriage to Sam. Yeah. Having uh, grandbabies. Um, I I think Adam, Adam is like uh, the kind of fan that, uh, that hasn't really interacted with the more hardcore element of the fan base. Uh, Like before I started going on the forums and like big brother six, when I was uh, even, even younger than that, uh, I I looked at the game and I thought that like uh, that, you know, these, the players that I liked were the best players. And, you know, I had this perception of the game and then I got on to like the forums and, I watched how people would, you know, trash people like uh, Dr. Will even sometimes, uh, certainly Eric no. Stein on Big Brother 8. Um, and no. I was like, wait, what? people hate these people? Like, why, why do they hate these people? Um, and I was very taken aback. And I feel like Adam might have a similar realization where, like, Adam wanted to recreate the Brigade uh, because the Brigade is a legendary alliance. He wants to do something amazing, create a great special season. Um but Adam wasn't there during Big Brother 12, during the brigade, when everyone was complaining about them nonstop online. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I think he's going to interact with that fan base for the first time when he gets out of the house. And he'll probably be kind of disappointed with it. But I do think he'll also take some solace in the fact that this has been 
perhaps one of the highest rated seasons uh, in the sort of the TV ratings um, uh, of all the seasons. Uh, it's it's been doing amazingly in the ratings. Yeah. It continues to climb. Um, there's there's a huge dichotomy between the TV viewers and the online fan base in this one. It's very true. Twitter is not representative of uh, no. the Big Brother Canada fan base or of the Democratic Party, as I've learned lately. So you never know. <laughs> Just don't pay attention to Twitter. That's not a, it's not all it's cracked up to be, people. Come on. But I can honestly say Twitter are my people. That's true. That's Twitter. Twitter are so, my people as so well. Yeah. I have, do you guys ever venture over into the Facebook stuff? Because I think, who are those people? I, I who do are not. Those- I should. What show are they watching? I just kind of go creep a little bit on a couple of their things and look at it, and I think, "Ooh, I got to get out of here. They're they're too much for me." Yeah. It's uh, they I, I I I don't even I have no idea what the the Facebook Big Brother people look like. I know I know because they they venture over there on the Survivor uh, Facebook a lot, but yeah. uh, but I don't I don't see as much of it for the the Facebook side of things. I'm, I I'd, I'd wonder what that would look like. I haven't I haven't actually gone. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> I'll get lost. I won't be. I won't return. Don't go. Don't go. We'd never get. You'd never be the same. <laughs> I'll come back like Janelle is the best player to ever step foot in the game. I didn't even realize she was. Come on. I love Janelle. She hates me too, though. It's okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Is Brent telling you that too? Because I don't think that's true. No, you told me that. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. <laughs> All right. Well, you invited this woman on here. <laughs> I did. For the record, it was my idea. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, really? I wanted yeah. you to come on. It was just about when you would come on. And then Why eventually- is everybody else booked? Yeah, uh, a few. But no, I wanted. I yeah, listen, listen. I have text messages from with the truth. From, I'll give you the truth, Mama. I uh, text messages from Lagori because he's trying to figure out when to put you on because he wants me to be with you because he knows I want to be with you and we make the best TV together. And so I was trying to figure out a time when you would be here and when I would be here. That's why I said, look, let me just message her directly and find out when she wants to do it and I'll make my schedule work accordingly. So and, that's and, how it all works. And Lagori can back me up. Uh, as we created the initial list of guests, Karen was a must-have uh, on Whoa, with Brent, of course. Come on. I, I'm, I'm honestly not no, even I'm lying about that. That's 100% true. Yeah. Yeah. How much yeah. do I got to pay you now, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple uh, this Wendy's. This is going to be costing me. Multiple Wendy's, I say. <laughs> yeah, a combo. A combo meal. 
All of their <laughs> meals are combos. What's with that? Yeah, I noticed that as well. You think they'd get tired, especially Dane. This is like his fourth HOH right now. So whatever. By the way, Johnny, Johnny. as the, the Wendy's. Yes, our boy Johnny. I, I wrote on Twitter. I with him, you know. I went out with her and yes. him and Kirsten in Victoria. Oh, yes. how was that? It was awesome. Oh, God. I couldn't walk by the end of the night, but we had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great segment. Uh, Taryn, did you see Johnny trying to do the straight boy handshake with Dane? (laughs) I thought it was... As I wrote on Twitter, I struggle with it as well. It's it's like... uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're to be like some universal between a straight man and a gay man that if you meet you should have some other kind of special shape like just give me a handshake a a hand a handshake handshake. are you talking about like the 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 hand and then like the half hug thing yeah whatever the hell that was yeah 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 it's not great person oh i didn't i forgot we didn't even talk about how he got to wendy's in the first place he won the hoh competition dane mm-hmm. i'm talking about karen i remember this competition because yeah. we watch yes. you compete when we when we meet karen and uh, a bunch of our friends were up in canada we went to a big brother taping we watched you evict uh your boy oh. <laughs> I, I was just talking to Taryn about that. I go, yes. oh no! When his mom and his grandma were in the audience, his whole like, family. Hey, yeah. he goes, oh yeah, they did. Yeah, when you <laughs> him, like, they still do. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 yeah, I still love you for making the call that you did that night, and then you got to compete in the HOH competition, yeah. which was exactly like this. If I swear yeah. that the same buzzer stands. Same everything. I think it was even like the same. I well, think you were, it was veto people, right? Yeah. What, no, I wish it would have oh, been no. just done like that. Ours was different things. So you had to figure out what the comp was. Mm. Of what That's right. Was, okay. And yeah, yeah. And I kept buzzing in. That didn't make the episode, but I kept getting it wrong because I was trying to buzz in quickest, but I didn't wait for enough clues. And so I just kept getting nothing. That's it yeah. That's yes. the competition that I uh, I played along in the audience, and uh, I I think I think I, I can't remember now. Did I tie Dimitri? Brent? I think I think he did tie Dimitri. I want to say because I think I was mad because I wanted another question. Yeah, yes. ended it soon. Uh, and, but the 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 problem, as you saw in this episode, was not that they didn't know the answers because they clearly mm. did. Uh, yeah. It was just who got to the buzzer the fastest. And Adam, I think if he doesn't win this veto competition, he's going to be thinking a lot about that HOH competition, which clearly was in his wheelhouse. And even like that whole buzzer system is the same thing in Buzzkill. And you think you buzzed in and like you see that they kept hitting it. They're not like great buzzers. Like, yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like we hit it once and it's like it's you're locked. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, I hear. I, I, I saw that as well with Dane. Like he hit yeah, his buzzer like yeah. three or four oh, times. Completely. Yeah, Adam. Adam was really beating himself up after the competition. You saw I'm him really uh, beating himself like, up, really upset in the in the washroom. Uh, and he was talking about like I knew the answers. Yeah. I just wasn't pressing the buzzer. I just I just like panicked. Um, and it's, yeah. it's such a pressure cooker. Like I mean, I know it's so easy to. It looks so much easier than it is, but when you're there and the pressure's on you, and like you're so tired as it is every day in there, mentally and physically, like you just sleep wise, and just he just looked crushed, and I just felt for him because I like him. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, we then saw Dane talking about uh, who he should nominate. And Anthony asks, like, hey, can I... Can I not touch that? I never want to have to touch the block whole season. Um, yeah. And- well, the, Karen, we talked about this. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that, like, why doesn't Dane nominate Anthony here when ultimately, in most cases, nominations do not matter? I mean, if he ultimately plans on taking Anthony to the end of the game, which is what he's been telling us in private, why would you let him have that? I don't know. Because I, I know what you said previously which was like that this is good for dane because if he if anthony keeps his perfect record then if adam wins the veto and they go to final three adam's not going to want to sit next to somebody who has a perfect record he's going to evict anthony and take dane to the finals but i didn't hear dane articulate any of that but that doesn't mean he said it though yes uh so yeah my my thought essentially was if i was in this position i would do the same thing because it makes anthony even less appealing to take to the final two so if adam or kira are there and they happen to beat me in part three of the final hoh then that's another reason to tell them you can't take anthony he's never touched the block uh and then they'll hopefully take me and then if i do plan on taking anthony it's probably because i already feel like i have a good chance to beat him and just by articulating my side of that strategy to say, look, I could have nominated him, but I didn't because I wanted to make sure he was an unappealing person to take to the final two to ensure that everyone at final three was going to take me. It makes it look like I'm more in control and I can kind of negate the uh, the, the statistic by itself. And also, if I'm Dane, I'm probably not taking Anthony anyway. So uh, to give him this statistic to make him less likely to be taken by somebody else to the final two is a yes. good thing. If but, you're Dane, though, yes. yeah. The question is, <laughs> Will Dane articulate that argument? Was it in his head? Or what I'm thinking right now is that when we see the diary room session from Dane, where he's talking about like Anthony wants to not touch the block. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, in my head, I'm thinking the the fact that he ultimately decides to go through with it and not have Anthony touch the block means I don't think he plans on taking Anthony. I really start. I'm really starting to feel like he's going to take Kira to the end here. And that's what I felt, too, because I thought Ike and I were talking about this yesterday. It's like, why would he let him go with that perfect record of never sitting on the block? Like, why? If he gets a chance to talk, which he Mm. doesn't, you know how limited it is. He would make good cases, but he's not going to get a lot of chance. And from them walking from the podium of that last HOH back to nominate is second. So they're not going to get some long time where Anthony's going to plea his case and be able to get in his ear. Karen, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm I'm less convinced about that, though, that that Dane is going to that Dane is going to take Kira to the end of the game if he ultimately gets that chance. Like, if things yeah, I mean, like, I'm not even sure exactly what was going to happen this week, ultimately, like where his true loyalties lie. We see him in the diary room going, you know, Adam is like worried that he is not necessarily safe. And I'm telling him that he is, but I don't know that he is. So uh, I'm, I'm, it's very hard to discern sometimes. Not a lot of these people talk to the cameras. And so we, it's really hard to tell what their true intentions are. And sometimes their true intentions change. Like ultimately they'll say something to the cameras and then they end up changing their mind. So you never know. And I don't know that we know because of course we, what, what Taryn and I were talking about this more waiting for you when you're having your cookie. But um, <laughs> Yes. yes. You want to explain that? Yeah. So I, 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 I logged on for a second when we started. I gave Karen the link to the show at the beginning. And then I realized I was on Firefox, which is not good for these kind of hangups. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to go to Google Hangout because that is much better. So I opened Google Chrome. And but that took about five minutes. And I told Karen to be 30 seconds. So instead of 30 seconds, it was five minutes. And when I came back, 
Karen's like, oh, so you went out for your quickie. And that's why she thinks I had a quickie. So. So I said, so you left me all this time with the Kevin Robert Martin stand. Yes. While you were having a quickie. Yes. <laughs> it was my plan all along. Exactly. I can't believe you left her. I was, I was so mean the whole time. You was so mean, you guys. I swear to God, I just cried and cried and I hardly wiped my tears. <laughs> From season five. Um, so uh so ultimately we see dane uh he follows through this he does not nominate uh anthony and anthony will retain his record uh now theoretically something could happen with the veto uh i'm all on record by saying i don't think the final four nominations even matter that much in in terms of the never touching the block record but i certainly don't think that if anthony loses the veto to uh adam or to kira that that really counts as him touching the block either um because Let's. Talk, I don't mean to get in the weeds, but let's talk about that really quick because I don't agree with you on this. And I heard somebody. I even retweeted somebody saying this. Like, nom- Karen, you played the game. Nominations at Final Four do matter because if ultimately the head of household wins the veto, they're either going to leave the nominations the same, otherwise they wouldn't have done them in the first place. Or yeah. if they change them, then you know that they're up to something, and it's on them. It's on the head of household what ultimately happens if something goes awry now and you know if things stay as they are and and anthony is the vote and he goes against dane's wishes or what he's you know what adam thinks dane's wishes are and evicts adam then i feel like the the blame is a little more spread around but if you know if if dane makes these nominations and then wins the veto and he tries to do something funky with the veto i feel like now he's taking ownership of everything and so i do feel like they matter a small part of the time I don't think in the history of Big Brother we would ever see somebody like Kevin who was in that position and take down their target and put up somebody else. Right. I I can't see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we saw Kevin do it. Um, You know, Dan in season 10 was in a position where if he had won the veto, he certainly would have taken Memphis down. He intentionally nominated Memphis in order to hide that relationship. Um, Ultimately, you know, it was in his best interest to throw that veto to Memphis so that Memphis had to take all of the blood on his hands for evicting Keisha. But uh, but that's what I mean when I say, like, you know, certainly some of the time the, the HOH is just straightforward and they nominate the two people that they would prefer to see go home the most and they leave off the their closest ally but sometimes it behooves them like in dan's case to uh mix it up a little bit knowing that it ultimately doesn't matter and i agree uh, i agree you know they can change okay. their mind i agree on that part i'm just trying to say that if i'm adam and i know and dan ultimately wins the veto here and then tries to change things like it gives kira the vote or something you know then obviously you know something's up and then it's all on dane so i i i still think they matter a little bit uh and the other thing was i, I always go back to big brother 14 when Danny was HOH and she won the veto and she decided to change her own nomination. Again yes, again with Dan. Yeah, she should have realized that something was up. Everybody should realize something's up. If the HOH yeah. changes their own nomination, something is afoot. If Dan is in the house, you should realize yeah. something is afoot. But also, the whole thing with him, um, it also said, you know, to me, like, and Adam's sentiment showed it that he knew that he was in harm's way mm-hmm. yes. because he. 
I mean, that was the dead giveaway. And yeah. that's why he had that sinking feeling. That's why he wore it on his face. That's why he knew it as well as we knew it. When he's stroking his beard, Karen, that's when you know yeah. that Adam is very sad and introspective. He's right? He's stroking that. that beard. Oh uh, yeah. And the mustache. Yeah. And uh, he like he instantly knew, like even before yeah. that, Taryn, yeah. we saw in the episode, he was yeah. uh, he was you know, having fits about the fact that they were on board to keep Dane because mm-hmm. if you're on board yeah. to keep Dane, then oh, was oh, I the original target? And yeah, exactly. Are you He's going like, to you guys are liars. Like I can't trust anything you say. And part, and it's like, yeah. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. Well, yeah. Part of me wonders if that helped open the door to the option of taking Adam out because prior to the, you know, Dane winning HOH and having that conversation that we saw toward the end of the episode where he's talking to Anthony about like, you know, you know what's up. Uh, prior to that moment, they had never mentioned cutting Adam at the final three. Dane all season long has been talking about a final three with Adam and Anthony. Uh, and even on the feeds to the cameras last week, he was saying he wanted to take out Kira at final four. Then uh, obviously that might've just changed because he, he, approached the decision and decided to change it. But I think it also may have uh, had the door opened with Adam saying, you guys aren't betraying me, right? Yeah. I'd be so mad if you betray it. You're not going to, you didn't make a deal yeah. with Kira yeah. to betray. Like yeah. that, it puts not only puts the idea in their head, but it, it, tells them that it was something that you considered right it's like uh it's like uh hey he might understand he thought of it you know what i mean and and every single thing that is said when they're you're down to the final five like every single thing that you hear is like okay what's going on what's going on the paranoia is so heightened at that point with every player i don't care that i was the most paranoid in the history of the franchise (laughs) everybody's and we loved you everybody's paranoid like and any one thing tweaks it but can we just back up just one little bit where Kira the the thing that annoys me the most about this person is that they said my whole season all I wanted my whole season was to get out Dane and then was given that opportunity and did it and I thought okay that that would be like me saying I wanted to get out Kevin Robert Martin and then not do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, needed, you needed Kevin to get rid of Dimitri. That's, that's, that, that was the reasoning. It aggravated me to no end that it was like, they're going to look back on all of this, though. That is the dumbest things that all Adam, Kira, you know what I'm saying? Because they all had opportunities and they never took it. And these are things that you can never go back in the game. If you make a bold move or you don't make that bold move, I mean, you guys, you're two, four years down the road. They'll be reliving this shit over and over. Well, Kira knows like that Mark walking out the door was their best chance to get to the end and win. And ultimately, they may ultimately get to the end of the game. But as you know, Karen, getting to the end and winning is a big difference. And Kira okay. had an opportunity to keep somebody in the house so they could have beaten. And Mark, they did not do it. The better chance would have been Mark and Anthony for Kira. Yeah. And, and Mark told me in his exit interview, he had been pl- he had been planning on taking Kira to the final two since week two. Uh, that was always the goal. He was going to win. And I'm not so sure he would, Taryn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're not we're not so sure he would either. Yeah. Okay, because I mean, he's so full of himself. That guy. So full of himself, he really is. Ah, yeah, you look yeah. like Lucky the Leprechaun in that suit going out. <laughs> I thought, Lucky, Lucky, you lost your four-leaf clover. 
<laughs> Mark is a big Kevin fan as well. Yes. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. Which hey, you'll you'll be glad to know, Karen. They really use that against him in the house. Like, mm. did you know he's a Kevin Robert Martin fan? Well, he's, I don't know if they said Robert. Yeah, but they, Robert. He's a Kevin. He's a Kevin Martin. Fan. I saw Anthony say something. Goes, I don't know who this Kevin kid is. I thought you should call me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I got stories. <laughs> me and him are really good friends. You guys all know that, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I do know that. We saw you at the Wendy's. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. We hang out all the time. He likes me. Like, yes. 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 Um, so uh, we also saw we also saw Kira uh, do their thing where they interrupted a conversation between Dane and Anthony and they got very upset because uh, they thought the conversation had changed. Now they did edit it to make it seem like they did change the conversation but in reality they hadn't really changed the conversation. Nope, I mean they, they had been not. talking about other things but they were talking about competitions in that moment um, and so uh, but they had changed their conversation prior to that moment because this is like the third time Kira had interrupted the conversation and so Kira storms out I, 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 you guys can just tell me to leave that's you don't want to talk around yeah. me yeah that's that paranoia I'm talking about it's like that's it's in heightened oversensitivity at that point <laughs> and then him, that didn't make him look good on the episode though no, no, I didn't love that they included that. I was a little bummed about that, uh, even though it's reality, uh, because that's Anthony. That I'm, is the reality. I right? know that is the reality. I'm laughing at uh, Corinne in the chat. Hashtag Kira joins. That's been going around mm-hmm. on Twitter for a while. For those of you who don't know, it's Kira joins because Kira seems to pop up in every room at any given moment. And they're always lurking outside the door yes. with the pitter patter of their feet because they want to know, like, are you talking about me? Are you not including me? What, what's oh, going on? And, Am I being included? And they just got busted twice standing outside the HOH for a long time because you guys, <laughs> you can see through the crack and you can see the shadows under the door because like even if we were locked in the HOH and somebody came in the house that was yeah. like maybe changing a light bulb. Right. We could see a shadow go by. We're like, oh, somebody's in here. <gasps> Yeah, I, honestly, the fact that they included that moment for from Anthony saying, I'm going to put them in their place uh, yeah. makes me wonder what production knows about Anthony's chances to win. I feel like they usually like to make the winners a little more likable. I mean, like, Kira, there's not a lot of love for Kira online, so yeah. I don't know if they're, like, just looking at they're both two goats in a way. Like, obviously, Anthony's I, not I as big of a goat. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like, honestly, and I didn't know if you guys would agree or disagree, but I thought... I don't care what you guys say. I think either one of them are the sec- the second place person, mm-hmm. Anthony or Kira. I don't think there's much of a difference is what the the jury will think at all. I know the fans don't like either of them at all. Right. I, I know the fans. In the forums I'm on in Twitter. Yeah, I know. I know that many of the fans don't care for either one of them. Uh, I will say that I I do not agree with the fans that Anthony and Kira are the same or will be viewed as the same by the jury. I think I, Anthony, I think Anthony can win. Uh, I and I don't so. know if you. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't think so. I think I it's think, close. I think Toothless is the only one that's got a shot. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, is there anything else from the episode that we should touch on before we get to spoilers? Uh, I think we talked about pretty much everything. Uh, I, I, I do love the fact that Adam's spidey senses were going off uh, and then he knew that something was afoot. Um, but I, I also do 
first of all, I, as far as I recall, like Dane and Anthony have been talking about getting Adam out like as as early as like week two in the house. So, I mean, it was always something that they had talked about because they were always going to go to the end together. I mean, I don't know if they really verbalized. Maybe they didn't verbalize it a lot last week, but I do feel like that I wouldn't blame Adam necessarily for his paranoia, even though it's valid, of, of putting the idea in their heads or giving them permission to think about it. It's like the chicken or the egg, which came first. So I don't know if that was really Adam's fault. I think they were always, again, I've said this before, if Adam didn't win HOH and veto, and he's ultimately sitting on the block at Final, final Four eviction night, I don't see a world where he doesn't go home. Like, I feel like he has to win one of those two competitions, Darren, and he's already lost HOH. He's going to have to win the veto. Yeah. Me too. All right. So that's what we have for you from the episode. Uh, You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Armstrong Taren. Brent is at One Lucky Gay. Karen, where can people find you? Twitter. At Karen's Real. That's me. Karen's Real. And I'm on Instagram too, but I do real estate because I have a job. So, you know, you might not like this stuff, but I do talk about BB, but I am a person with a job. <laughs> I am a person with a job as well. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, but my Twitter consists of properties too. So it's like people won't like that. Yeah, that's true. What are you going to do? I will be live tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to have to push it up to noon Eastern, and I will be going over Dane's game across the whole season. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Dane, what he's done from week one all the way toward the finale here when the feeds cut, which we will be talking about very shortly. Um, So tune in tomorrow for that at noon Eastern, and then at 9 p.m. Eastern, we will be live with the final roundtable of the season during the season at the very least uh we'll do the final uh stock watch update and talk about everyone's chances to win should be very fun uh and then of course thursday i will be live from toronto to recap the finale episode of big brother canada 7 and then i'll have some interviews some in-person interviews with the final three the day after that so lots to look forward to and now we're gonna talk about the spoilers you guys ready do we ring the bell like rob does we, we don't, don't have, have a bell. bell. We're 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 low tech here, Karen. I have to sing it myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I first came on, I said to Taryn, "Is this Rob has a podcast?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Where's Rob? Where's the Rob? Where's the Rob? <laughs> Rob has the podcast." And he started telling me all the things that Rob's doing. I'm like, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yes, Rob is actually going to be live in about uh, 30 minutes with the uh, Game of Thrones uh, stuff. So, um, I look forward to that as well um so All right let's get to it let's talk Spoiler. about Big spoilers here um, spoilers get out if you don't want to know anything okay get out. yes so this was potentially a do or die veto competition for adam potentially the first one of the whole season he's won seven competitions not a single uh-huh. one of them has been do or die except for this one and of course that means he loses this competition and dane wins the final four veto adam it's not looking good it's not looking good not looking good at all karen last time we saw things before the feeds were cut for those of you don't watch the feeds the feeds were cut uh day day before yesterday i think i can't remember time again time goes out the window the feeds were down uh and they're going to be down for the rest of the season the feeds were cut right before arissa came on and said hey it's a special eviction uh, one of you is about the final four is about to become the final three. And then they cut the feeds. But right before that, we saw Anthony and Dane talking to each other about when are we going to tell Adam 
that we're cutting him. Oh, we'll tell him on Tuesday or Wednesday whenever we get time. And then like an hour later, Arissa's like, surprise! So, yeah. uh, I'm thinking they didn't have time to tell him, or if they did, it was right before. But don't you think from Dane being watching 20 seasons every season that he would have known that this was coming? I mean, like, I'll just say this. I, Taryn, I forgot that it was this quick. I, I, for some reason, I thought it was like Monday or something. I, I, I didn't think well, it would be this I remember because I remember when Ica went home. So, yeah. Like, so I refer everything back to our season now. And I'm like, no. And I told Ica, no, remember, this is when you went home. And she goes, oh my God, it's happening that fast. So that means that they did jury roundtable today then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you who are wondering, yes, we think Adam was evicted at the final four. I mean, unless something changed within the last hour. Karen, how much time did you get from the time Arissa came on to say it's a surprise eviction to the time that they wanted you in place to start taping? How much time did you actually have? Oh, gosh. Like an hour? Because she said minutes. Like an hour? 45, maybe. Wow. Yeah. 45. And the other thing, too, you guys, that I cannot believe is that Dane... We were shocked, Brent, how fast. Oh, I agree. Uh, Dane was online on the feeds talking about, like, you know, so should we, as in we, me and you, sit Adam down and tell him? I'm like, dude, that is the worst thing you can do. Like, you gave Anthony the vote. Put it all on him. Act like you don't want Adam to go home. What are you talking about, Taryn? I mean, like, for him to take any ownership of this whatsoever... I, I mean, I know that you, we talked about before, like, it, it might be worse if he acts like, oh, I had nothing to do with it. Like, he was totally powerless because he is ultimately the person who gives Anthony the vote. But if Anthony, quote unquote, double crosses him and does something against Dane's wishes after telling him he's safe and not using the veto, I feel like that Dane might be able to hide behind that. But it doesn't seem like he has any interest in doing that. Yeah, I feel like he might have had an out with how shocked they were at, at the the timing of the ceremony to be yeah. like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, w- I was talking to Anthony about cutting you, but I was like, I was working on him. I was plan, I was going to try and like talk to you first and have sit down and have you talk about how loyal you were and then talk to Anthony after and try to convince him to keep you around. It seemed like he really wanted to evict you and that that was my plan. I really did want to get to the final three with you, man. Uh, like there's maybe a shot at that, but at the same time, it's a high risk kind of uh, play because if you aren't convincing, I feel like it does come off so much worse that you can't own it. Um, and and I do think that that would definitely lose the vote there if that is yeah. the case. So it's it's a, it's a tricky spot for Dane. And that's really one of the reasons why I do think Anthony does have a shot to win this, that if Adam feels burned enough by Dane, we already know he has a lot of respect for Anthony's game. He's told him to his face. He thinks he's probably the best player to ever step foot in this house um so adam could be a vote for anthony adam will have time at the round table to talk with sam and tell her that he that's how he feels and he certainly has a lot more information than her than her about how the game went so sam could also be a vote for anthony if that's the case we know he has Corey as a vote that's three uh mark was a little iffy on uh when he talked oh, to me i have a theory Karen, back, up, back up back up yes yes I don't know. Like knowing how these juries go and once they all get together, like 
They come in saying one thing and then feeling one way. But just like when Adam was getting in that heated argument and then uh, he ends up hugging him and like. Right. So Canadian, Karen. So Canadian. So I mean, I'm just like, I want him to toss him over the balcony. I wanted blood. Me too. Okay, so that's why I think that he will. If Dane is there at the end, I think Adam's going to stay loyal to Dane and get Sam on board with that. And I don't think it's going to happen. And I think Corey, honestly, is going to end up being bitter. Okay. Against Anthony? Against Anthony, yeah. That's what she's saying. Because they've all gone in there now and told her what was really going on. And... You know, I'm, you know, after you're in there for a couple of weeks, I'm sure like I, I was never there. But from what other people that have gone to jury told me, you know, their perception to when they go in that day, when they're evicted to when they get to that jury roundtable and to the final vote is totally different. So I honestly think that Adam wants this season to end, that he wants a great season and he is going to want and push for Dane to win if Dane's there and not Anthony because Anthony didn't win, you know, hardly any comps at POV and and yeah. Anthony was going to say I threw him, but that's going to be huge to Dane. And had we not had that change on the him not playing the POV, he would have broke everybody's record. You guys know it. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but also, in some ways, I think him not being able to play kept him safe, like not not as big of a target because he didn't win all those competitions uh, in the early yeah, going. I, I don't disagree with that, yeah. but he uh, would have definitely had more comp wins. Yeah, I think he would have as well. Uh, Tracy Burke has a question in the chat, Karen. Maybe you can address this. Uh, I know I have my opinions on it. Why would Anthony cut Adam at Final Four? Because that then leaves the door open for Dane to cut Anthony at final three and take Kira to the end. So why would Anthony do this? Why would he cut Adam? I think he honestly thinks that Adam is the biggest threat in that house. Yeah. Everybody's game. I I I would concur with that. And I also think that he's worried about just getting to the final two. And I think he's worried. I think he thinks that yeah, I think he thinks that Dane will take him, mm-hmm. and I think he thinks that Adam probably won't. Yeah, because and that's what I think. Because yeah. I uh, think we've seen that, right? He's had so much paranoia, and he's like, "Are you talking to him without me?" And it's like, "Yeah, okay, maybe I did." And it's like, "Oh my God, why would you not fucking lie to him?" Instead of saying like, "Uh, well, maybe once or twice or sixteen right. times." Yeah. He tends to get the truth out of him, Anthony. Yes, uh, Adam, one of the, I think, you know, I talked about how Adam uh, opening the door, saying that he expects people to betray him kind of helps that uh, smooth the path to actually betray him. But I think one of the biggest things here was that Adam, well, sometime during the feeds uh, being out uh, during the final five eviction and uh, final four HOH win, Adam told Dane about his final two with Anthony and then Dane told Anthony that Adam told him about his final two with Anthony, which told Anthony that Adam does not plan on taking Anthony to the end. And he does believe that Dane will take him. And he also believes that Kira will take him. So for Anthony, it only makes sense to take out Adam here. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Also, they've been trying to get to the end with him and Dane for this entire time. Anthony 
I'm talking about, but I do share your concerns. I'm worried now that with like five days left in the house, Karen, and he's looking like, look, look, here's the thing. I think that Dane is the odds on favor. There's no way Anthony's going to beat Dane. You know how hard those questions were with Dimitri and Kevin at the end of the part three of final HOH. Those questions are freaking hard. There's, There's no, no way. way Anthony's going to win anything. There's no way Anthony's going to win. The only way that Dane does not have the power to decide is if Kira wins either part one or part two of HOH and like maybe part two, because it can be a little bit more more mental and beats Anthony. If Kira gets to the end, they're very good with stationary mental comps. Uh, They've been shown that they can be anyway, and they could in essence save Anthony from himself. If Dane doesn't have the power, Kira might take Anthony to the end. On the other hand, they were saying on the feeds a few days ago that they would take Dane to the end of the game. I so, don't believe that. I don't, for a I don't believe that. I, yeah, I, I were either. talking about this, and it's like, no. If if they get the opportunity, Dane is going home. Because I think that they really know that Dane's going to win the game, too. And their only shot at the 100K, as they say, is Anthony. Yes. Well, and, and then Anthony might win it anyway. I think that if that's Kira's best shot too is to take Anthony to the end. Yeah. Like, not that I think that they will, but uh, like they'll they'll be able to get to the end and say, "Look, I won two HOH competitions and I pulled myself to the end." What did he do? I, I mean, you know, well, obviously we know he what he did, but yeah, is he going to be able to explain that in forty five seconds? The funny thing is, no, that's it. Like they've already got the jury already has the predetermined questions, and it's you don't get very long, you know, for that whole process to take place. It's not like, I don't think the old days of where you were really standing there in the survivor tribal councils, selling them on your game. It's like, you're getting this question, this jury person's giving you this question, giving it to Kevin, giving it to Karen, whatever. And they already pretty much know you guys because they've already asked each one of them, who are you voting for? And they already know pretty much how it's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was thinking like, you know, I can imagine in a final two question scenario uh, where Kira is trying to answer questions and Anthony is constantly interrupting them and being super overbearing. Like that wouldn't be a great look. And maybe some votes would swing Kira's way. That said, though, I don't think Kira can beat either of them at this point, uh, because I do think that Anthony would have the three uh, pretty boys. Plus, I think he would have Corey at the least. Um, but but you know, maybe not. Uh, something that I did ask uh, Karen earlier, Brent, I want to hear from you. Um, that uh, So going into the final three, if Adam has in fact been evicted, then we were looking at part one being some kind of mostly physical kind of uh, you know, physical usually. dexterity, hand-eye coordination kind of thing. Kira probably has no chance at winning this one. I'm thinking None. no. Yes. None. None. And you guys, again, you're doing it at like you know, you don't have a clock in there, but you're doing it like you're starting it at 12 midnight. So you're already tired. And she, they, they have not performed well in those. So, it, you know, it'd be like, it's like me. I mean, they, they could be me. It's like, nah, not going to happen. Now, part two is usually some kind of like a physical puzzle kind of thing with with questions uh, about the season, uh, right? Where it's like they're, you know, they have to run to a thing and answer a question and stuff like that. Uh, Dane, I would think, definitely has the upper hand over Kira in that competition. Anthony, though, probably does not because he probably doesn't know the answers to those questions. Let me tell you what I think is going to happen. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Were you, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Taryn. I feel like you were going to say what I'm about to say. Was, right. I I'm think- 
I think I'm setting it up for this. Go yes. ahead. Go ahead. Right. So that, so that's in part three that uh, Dane versus Kira. Dane probably has a leg up. He's very good. But Kira also could easily win that. Yeah. I think it's a kind of so even cool. matchup. Dane versus Anthony. And Dane wins it hands down. There's no and question. Down. So the question becomes, is Dane willing to roll the dice and throw Anthony part one in order nope. to beat Kira in part two so that he faces Anthony in part three? Nope, no he's way. not willing to do that. Karen, are you with me on this? I said it to him when you were out getting your quickie. I said, not a chance. Is not he a chance go? in hell. He not should be. Way. He should be willing to do Like, he knows how well he, how good he is at this stuff. You're going to face Kira, and, and, and there's going to be some physical element to it. I'm sorry. Like, if you can't beat Kira in part two, like, you just don't deserve to win. Girlbot. Like, I mean, he knows. He needs to. He has to get Anthony to that podium in part three in order to guarantee himself having the option to pick who goes home which ultimately in the end might do him in but who knows you want to at least have the option so he has to throw part one but i don't think he's going to do it he hates throwing there's no way he's going to do it i honestly think part two is going to be they're both going to be equally lame like i was against kevin like you know what i mean it's just I just don't think either of them will perform that well in part two. I can't wait to see if they make it shady on the episode. (laughs) Dying laughing. I just can't wait to see. Cause I, I think it's going to be a real toss up with both of them knowing what, like we had remember, like I can't remember what season six had for theirs. I remember we had the rope with the galaxies with all the clues. I mean, Kevin did it in like 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, like, come on. I, yeah, we were bitter. I will say, I, they, I, I was bitter. They <laughs> tried to make it bad. hard. They tried. That was them making it hard for Kevin. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that <laughs> Dane absolutely should throw part one to Anthony. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. here's why: because Dane has to beat Kira in a one-on-one competition, either in part two. Or part three, no matter no matter which way that goes, he yeah. gets to choose. Do I want to face them in part two or face them in part three? I think he has a significant leg up if he faces them in part two, and I, I think that's why he should choose to do so. Um, but but you know, obviously the question becomes: Is he willing to take that risk? Because I yeah. think that the the downside here is your pride, your ego, to may to say that oh, you should have won the the easy one when you had the chance. You shouldn't have thrown it. Um, but uh, but when it comes down to it, I do think it's the correct decision, regardless of how it plays out. So um, it'll be if interesting. You guys, if either of you went and played, I'd want to hear if you'd say that. You know what I mean? It'd be very, it'd be very tough. I mean, it's, I really, it's very easy sitting on the outside. We know everything. Okay. We know what because everybody's abilities are. It, I mean, that would be like if he gets to that position and then he, for some reason, screws up and loses. At least he can live with that and think, mm-hmm. I did what I could. I tried. But if he purposely throws it and then it, the monkey wrench happens and then he gets ousted. I mean, the kid would kill himself. Yes, but, but listen to what Taryn said, though, Karen. I mean, I don't agree with the robot very often, but if you think about it from the standpoint of, look, I've got to beat Kira sometime. Would I rather do it in a part physical, part mental competition, which is part two? Or would I would I rather try to beat Kira standing next to a freaking podium while we're pressing A and B? I'd rather do part two. But again, it's not like you know exactly. And if Big Brother has well, they any- haven't changed it. 
I mean, okay, like, look at your competition. It was big, the same thing with the same goddamn podium. They, they could, he couldn't even remember what the other one was. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. No. That's true. They're, they're not even, they're not sleeping. They're stressed to the nines. They're, they can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Nobody's thinking rationally at this point. They're trying to just function and get through it. Like, there is no chance in hell this kid is going to throw anything. Yeah. Uh, and hey, if, if they if they just reversed the order, he wouldn't even have to make the decision. He'd be in a perfect spot. I think he if they if they if the order was the question comp the first, then physical, then uh, the pure quiz, uh, then I think that I, I would I would call Dane in the final two already. The, yep. It's yep. it's automatic, but uh, not the case. It's how, how things yep. go. It, it, they all, Big Brother could also save him if part one is overwhelmingly physical. I think back to that competition in Big Brother Canada 3 with Godfrey and Sarah mm-hmm. and Ashley. That one was ridiculous. Like, in so far as the physicality required for that. Oh, and Anthony is a bit of an ox. Like, he is strong. So, not that Dane's a pussy because he is not, but he could have problems beating Anthony in a competition like that, which ultimately could save him. I can't wait to see how it ends. I'm finally glad that we're at this point where it's I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen. Yeah. I waited for this all season. Yeah. Yeah, go. it finally happened at Final Five. They finally got us on board, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's what we have for you tonight. So thank you so much, Karen, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yes. Hey, uh, thank you so much for joining me, uh, joining us, Karen. Thank you for joining me as well. Uh, Stax wants to. Stax has a question, but she wants to ask before we go. Uh, please, sweetie, ask Karen. Uh, Anthony is not a goat, but is expecting to be dragged like Doctor yes. Will, season two, and Boogie and All Stars. Do you think that's probably true? I think that, I think him not knowing the game. It's surprising that that is what he has become. But yeah, again what credit or what he's going to believe in his own mind to what the fans and what the rest of the house guests believe, I think are galaxies apart of where it's going to end up. I think so too. I don't, I, I am nervous about like, especially the fact that he doesn't, cause Anthony's good when he has a lot of time with people and he's yes. not going to have a lot of time in the finale. He's, he's going to need an advocate. Him. You know, is Mark going to be an advocate? Is Corey going to be an advocate? You know, I'd like to think so, but I don't Mark, know. Yes. Corey bitter. Mm, yeah. Corey did say she was bitter coming out of the house, but she said she was bitter at Adam. So I don't know if those feelings have changed. We'll see. Yeah, well, we we saw a video. We we saw a video from jury where they were talking about the pretty boys. Uh, this I think this was prior to, um, or this was this was when Esty and Damien were. Th- I now I can't remember actually. Uh, yeah. I think Esty and Damien there because they knew the pretty boy name. No, maybe they didn't. I can, never mind. Anyway, Who point cares? was they were talking about the guys' alliance, and Corey was was talking about like, oh, my guy Anthony still. Um, so uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Okay. By the way, yes, you know chat. No, oh, nobody yeah. wants to look dumb. That's the only thing. Nobody wants to look dumb. And once everybody keeps coming through and they keep hearing the stories, I don't know. We'll see. But I think Dane is definitely. You think he's got the inside track. That's that's good to hear. Uh, The chat is asking me, Brent, are you going to bring out the veil? Taryn, every season they want the veil. Uh, I only bring out the veil if the truly unthinkable happens, which in this case would be Kira winning Big Brother Canada 7. So if Kira wins, I got the veil right over here. 
But as long as Anthony or Dane win the game, or possibly Adam, if he's somehow still there, then uh, it's going to stay in the closet. If Kira wins, I'll take back everything I said about this season. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right. So that's what we have for you today. Again, again, make sure you tune in tomorrow at noon Eastern, noon Eastern. I'm going to go over Dane's game from start to finish. We'll have some fun with that. And then tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll talk on the roundtable. So make sure you look out for the form tomorrow morning as well. You can find uh, on Twitter at Armstrong Terran. I will tweet out the link. You can rate the players one last time. Give your predictions for how the jury's going to go and all of that. Um, you can find Brent at One Lucky Gay. Karen, uh, is that Karen's real? Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you once again for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.